Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man, Andreas Hale, in the building. Dre, I feel good today. Preseason football's on in the lobby. We're out there watching it, chilling in the green room. It's almost football season. Your Niners got a quarterback. I was hoping you guys didn't. We're, we're looking at schedules. We're trying to see if we catch a few games this season. I'm going to the preseason game this weekend. Are you? Niners Raiders, yeah. Tell me the shit. What day is it? Sunday. Yeah, 1 p.m. At Legion. You got to look at tickets. <laughs> I'm going. I had no clue. I almost forgot. And then Dwayne hit me up. He's like, yo, are you trying to go to this game? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't usually don't oh, do preseason yeah. football, but to like to go to it. But love now I've got a reason to go. Yeah. You guys are good. Got depth. Well, yeah. We got, we got a lot to see. A lot of things we need to see. You going to wear your trade jersey? I don't have a trade Lance jersey. Oh, good move. <laughs> I've never even thought about buying one. I have a Kittle jersey, a Debo jersey, a McCaffrey jersey, a Jerry Rice jersey, and two Kaepernick jerseys. Got a McCaffrey jersey already? Hell yeah, I got a McCaffrey jersey already. That's what quick. are you, nuts? That's quick. Uh, as soon as he got traded, I waited and went on the NFL shop, and I was like, where is it? Where is it? And it was like, dropping on this day. I pre-ordered that shit. Got a white one. <laughs> you, didn't even, you didn't even go back for it. You just pre-ordered it. Nah, I, I was ready. McCaffrey? What are you, nuts? One of the best <laughs> running backs in the NFL. That, that's, that was a Drafting steal. Trey Lance, like number two overall. You're like, nah, fuck the, his jersey. Yes, fuck him. I mean, he might turn out to be okay. But I'm just saying, as much as we gave up for a kid who only threw, what, 300 passes in North Dakota yep. State? He ain't nah, going to be okay for y'all. No. He'll be okay for somebody else if they oh, want to yeah. take a, a shot on this. Well, we'll see. It's football season, though. We are knee-deep in wrestling. So AEW's in full swing. We're actually going to talk a little bit about just the overall state of AEW and how we feel it's building going into all out the week before all in. So we'll talk about that. And then of course, recap WWE SummerSlam. It's the only thing we haven't done. We talked boxing. We talked MMA this week. So tons of pro wrestling to get into. And got to be honest with you. I just did a pro wrestling binge on my side team. A lot of it I watch on YouTube. So I watched condensed version to everything because I was really into SummerSlam. I watched that. But because I was watching SummerSlam, because I was watching the Jake Paul fight, it's like, do I really want to go back and watch the entire AEW Dynamite or I mean a Rampage? It's like, oh, maybe not. Like, 
But it looked pretty good. Like the matches looked like decent. It's the worst time slot ever. Which one? Collision or Rampage? Oh, excuse me. Collision, not even Rampage. It's a, it's collision a bad, is the worst. It's a bad time slot with everything going on. But it's... There's never a good weekend for it. And college football is about to start. I know. It's, it's, they're going to have a real tough time. But Collision is a really good show. Like Collision is their best show. It's the best produced show. Yeah, it it's, feels different. It has a, it has a different feel, dude. Uh, uh, Wesley Matthews and uh, Andrade had a fucking banger of a match. Like they, they uh, Buddy Matthews, Buddy. they are cooking on Collision. It's just by the time college football starts, see you later. I don't know who's watching it anymore. Nah, it's it's so tough, right? Because doesn't matter if no one watches. That's and that's problem. that's the key. It's like, okay, we can go back and try to catch it. Like, no one has DVR. DVR is like a dead tech. No, everybody watches it. Nobody watches it the day of. No. So it's like you got to rely on an app, and their app's not the greatest either. Who? The TBS app. Oh, well, I have Hulu, so I watch it. Oh, you watch it on Hulu? Yeah. I didn't even know it was on Hulu. Yeah. I have, like, the live TV package, though. So. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you guys should. By the way, you know, if they keep cutting me a check at Disney, you buy whatever package you want. But <laughs> yeah, no, I watch it like on the TVS app and I'm just like, oh, so to go back and watch is kind of like a hassle. But I was able to catch up on everything. Earlier today, I was able, no sound, but to catch up on G1. I'm not caught up. I'm on July 28th. We're on the Elite Eight. Yeah. Don't tell me what happened. I've avoided all spoilers. Okay. No, no, yeah, you're good. I'm not even going to, I'm just saying we're on the Elite Eight. I'm on the night that Osprey and Okada wrestled. Oh, okay. That's that's why, right before I left, they were getting ready to to come to the studios on that match. Yeah. Um, That was some good matches. It's, it's it's not G1. It's not, there's too many people. It's too deep. It's too many people. And the problem with G1 is there's so many no hopers in each block. Chase Owens, right? Like, yeah, but you have to give them matches still, yeah. Like to win every now and then, so it gets too complicated on the bracket booking. It's a lot. It's too many on. people. Yeah, I do like that. He, there's a 20 minute time limit for each match yeah. now for the early matches. I think that's great. We've had a couple of draws. I think up to where I'm at, we had a count out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that. I like that. There's certain people that get a chance to like show themselves a little bit. Yep. Uh. It, it fucks with me. Like Shingo and Hanari had like an amazing match, but I was like, I'm like I'm watching. I was like, I don't think they're doing anything with Shingo. He's just kind of like here. He's been good in this tournament, though. He's good in that, like he's good everywhere. But there's too many fucking people. Like I'm watching the blocks and and I'm watching the English uh, version with Kevin Kelly, and I'm like, did y'all tell me who's winning? I have to look this stuff. Like I was like, I can't do the math yeah, on who's winning. Yeah. I'm like, this is ridiculous. You're like this guy got a pin. I'm like, who's winning each block? And then we got the elite eight. I'm like, dude, this is a lot. That's what threw me off. It's because you know, generally, like it was just two blocks: a block, b block. So you would have the one with the top points go against yeah. the second most points from the other side, and then top points second most. And that's cool because you get two matches where since you're on different blocks, you get matches that are super fresh. This one, it's the top two from all four blocks. So it gives you the Elite Eight. And it's just like, bro, just give me the winners from each. It's a lot. Why do we need the tournament still? Like, there's four blocks. Just give me the winners of each block, and then we keep on rolling. So now with eight, now now I'm just like, when you put eight, one of the 
all out winners, like the number one seeds have to fall right to a two seed somewhere. So now I'm like bracket busting. It's a lot like March Madness. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot going on. It's just, and it hasn't usually, well, again, to, to this point where I'm at in G1, which is like about four shows behind, we would have had like one or two, like four and a half, five star matches in 2018, 2017. Like we would have had a banger with like Okada and Tanahashi, right? Yeah. We I mean, haven't had like a. I gave one a four star. I think, I mean, obviously. Or four and a half. I loved Ishii and Eddie Kingston. That's my four and a half. Like, <laughs> That's, they just beat the shit out of each beat other. Beat the hell out of each they other. They beat the shit out of each other, had a bunch of near falls, had had fired up kickouts at one. Like, that was the match I was waiting for. Damn, if that got a five, I wouldn't argue. I don't think it was a five star match. Me, but I mean, but I if it, nothing, it, like, usually there's one. Yeah. So if, like, that was, like, the generous five, I think it's like a 4.5, four match. It was, but it was a good ass match. It was match. a good ass like, match. It, it was the best match I've seen. Oh, well, up to where you are. Yeah, it's, I'm sure like Okada and Osprey are going to slap. But I, it's I mean, just 20 minutes for Okada Osprey is kind of like. It's not enough, but sometimes, you know, get your shit in. But, you know, it's G1. I mean, New Japan isn't what New Japan was five years ago before the pandemic. It's just not. No, it's, it's, just, it's hard. Yeah, it's very so. difficult for them to catch back up, but it's fine. It's yeah. been good. So we'll talk about the Elite Eight maybe next week before uh, I head on vacation. We'll talk about what that means. Uh, <laughs> Uh, during the show while I'm on vacation and giving Dre a breather from doing these weekly episodes. So uh, we'll get to that later on in this show. But now I want to talk about AEW before we got into SummerSlam. The SummerSlam is a little bigger. We'll end the show with that. We'll do like the full recap or something. But for AEW, they're building to all in. I'm trying to get the one right. So all in is in London. They're building to all in. Yes. All out has one match. It's the week after. Mm-hmm. It's problematic to me. You have all this talent, some really good storylines going, and they're shoehorning all 10. I'd say like they're teasing nine for All In right now. There's five officially announced, but there's like nine matches right. in All In. Why? You have back to back pay per views, I believe. Seattle. Yeah, um, uh, you want is... people to buy both. Give me six. And six, and if each match is 20, 25 minutes, let's do it. I think, well, I know they want to blow it out for Wembley, right? Makes sense. People already bought the tickets. I know. But they still want to make sure it's like one of those legendary shows. I think that's what their end game is. But I think you still should be building towards all in at the same time and announcing matches. Because it's bad timing. This is like UFC bad timing, right? When like... For instance, which I'm sure we'll talk about next week, Israel Adesanya is fighting Sean Strickland in Sydney because nobody else is available. And they have to put him in Sydney, Australia, because they announced that card. Yep. But the way that they book their shows, it's like every week somebody's fighting. So there's nobody left. So they were like, well, he's got to fight somebody. Sean fucking Strickland, right? Nobody wants that fight, no. but we're going to watch it. It's the same thing with All Out and All In. They're back-to-back, which means half of your talent, more than half of your talent is going to do this big-ass Wembley show. And now i got to convince people that you should pay for this show next week if that's what they're doing. And that's hard. Yeah. It reminds me of WWE Backlash. Yeah, but at least Backlash had like three weeks yeah. after WrestleMania. But a lot of these, because they're not building any other stories like that they're not paying off at all in, you're going to have to run stuff back or build. I don't know if they will. I, I, I think the way it's set up right now, I think there's going to be some matches at 
I just like what, what exactly? Okay, because you're doing the Bucks and FDR, right? Yes, at Wembley. And Punk's not at Wembley, so that means Punk's work at Chicago. Duh. Of course. And probably the blow off, maybe the blow off with Starks. Yep. Right, which is perfectly fine. Cool. The crowd will be super hot for that main event. Yeah. Uh, they got to figure out what they're calling this title. The real AEW. Yeah, title. you gotta, you gotta. What do you want it? The Universal Undisputed AW Championship? What do you want it? It's frustrating because it's like you have ROH just kind of like flapping in the wind and you could have put the ROH title on Punk. Yeah, but I get the gimmick of like I, I kind of like too. Razor came back, Sean had the fake title. Get, nobody's watching Ring of Honor. That's no. my point. No, that's Who's the champ of Ring of Honor right now? Claudio. Claudio. But he's on Dynamite every week. So. Exactly. I don't even know if he's in it. ROH. And MJ, um, MJF and Adam Cole are challenging for the ROH tag team titles yeah. on the pre-show, which is a great storyline, by the way. I think it's fun. But it, they like, we, you know, Adam Cole's like, I want the ROH titles. Well, okay, you have this real title on Collision. You have these the ROH tag titles. You have the AEW tag titles. You have the Trios titles. So what other title is going to be on Collision? You're going to have to put another title over there. You can't just have the real title and that's it. But I kind of don't want to I mean, see another. Could. I don't. I don't want the tag titles there. I don't. So I don't know exactly what they're doing with all this stuff. Nevertheless, Punk and Ricky Starks. You'll probably blow off Andrade against maybe Alistair Black. I don't, I don't know to get his mask back. Yeah. You probably run that back. A lot of collision stuff will probably end up at All In. Is it All In or All Out? All Out is Chicago now. Fucking all hell. In. Okay. Is in England. I'm just gonna say Chicago and London. Okay. <laughs> but. It feels like Collision will have a bigger presence in Chicago, whereas Dynamite has a bigger presence at Wembley. Like split brand paper. Yeah, because FTR is on. It's split brand. FTR is on both shows, right? But I could see. Well, no, not if Punk is wrestling. I could see FTR if they beat the Bucks wrestling back in Chicago. I could see that happening. I could see some things moving around, but that's what it feels like. But at, you gotta. That means Saturday you need to start announcing some damn matches. Something like now. Because Chicago isn't going to sell like Wembley. I'm sure it's sold. Chicago's going to sell because it's Chicago. Yeah. I mean, that's just a luxury, I guess. Yeah, like, it's Chicago. And if it's punk headlining, they're going to go. I just, you got to build out the card. It's tough. It's, it's a lot. But you, they have the roster to do it. Yeah. But you have to make people care. Or that's going to feel like, yo, we just have a bunch of cool-ass matches. Right? Like, yeah. you, you still have three weeks. Yeah, I mean. Four yeah. weeks until that one. Right. You have four weeks until that one. Just build out these feuds. So at least it's like, okay, I, I care also while I'm going. I know you're going to give me good matches. That's just the brand. Yeah, we knew that, yeah. But it's just, make me care That's as, as well. And, well, we'll go through this. A match that was announced this week, Darby Allen and Sting versus Mogul Embassy. Listen, they are Fox and Swerve. I've been trying to tell y'all about Swerve. Y'all not paying attention. I don't know what the fuck y'all doing. This is a Chicago match, though. Like, did Wembley need, like... What's yeah. the intent? Fucking Sting. Sting you at Wembley? Sting at Wembley? Right. Hell yeah. Come and it's, There's no rap. I mean, the Raptors are tall as hell. You can't sit down. I mean, down. good for Swerve, but everything Swerve is doing, if, <laughs> this is going to sound really bad, if Swerve was white, he'd be the champ. Yeah, gotta, yeah. I mean, he's doing everything right now. He looks the part. He's like a good 225 right now. His promos have been money. His in-ring work has been incredible. Like, he is different. Not, I don't you, have a problem with this. Like, I think this is a great feud. I think they yeah. built this phenomenally with Nick Wayne, Darby, AR Fox being a mogul embassy is great as well. It's a good, like, 
turn there. Yeah, I mean, you're bringing back the Lucha Underground, Killshot, and, and, uh, and AR Fox. You're bringing them back together. I love the build. I think that this should be a springboard into something even bigger for Swerve. Because he's just, he's on fire right now. I mean, I like the, the NBC crew. I guess they do a lot of work on ROH. I mean, I like They're them the too. trios title yeah. champs, right? They have the so, ROH trios title. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't get mentioned enough on No, it doesn't. Just it's on just AEW television. Yeah. They don't come out with the belts. They do sometimes. Sometimes they get, just sometimes? Like you a champion. Like, again. What, so I'm talking why about with don't ROH. You carry your belt. You have this show, Ring of Honor, that nobody watches, and you have people with titles, and they don't defend them on TV when they should be defending on Rampage. I'm gonna keep saying it. At least walk out. With your belt. Just do something. something. They just came out the other day. I was like, oh, they look imposing. But if you also told me they were champions in this brand and Swerve's aligned with a crew of champions, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, he's the leader, but they got belts. He's the leader of people. Oh, he's coming for a belt. Like, it's like the Judgment Day all having belts. Like, yeah. it makes sense. Everyone comes out with their belts. It makes everyone seem grander. Yeah, That's, no, I agree. Yeah, they're, they're dropping the ball on that one. I understand. But okay, Swerve gets to wrestle in London. I like it. Shout out to the home. I do. He gets to wrestle Wembley, Darby's. I mean, obviously with Darby, the Seattle connection. It's, I, yeah, think, I think they're going to have it. And there's a coffin match. Yeah, Sting must pose. They're not losing a coffin match. No, they shouldn't. But they might. Good. I they, mean, they've been winning a lot lately as a tag team. They're due for a loss. Yeah. I mean, it'd be good for Swerve. Yeah. It'll make people piss. I'm sure Nick Wayne will be involved somehow in that match. So that should be good. MJF versus Adam Cole. Okay, let me say this about these two. <laughs> I didn't know where this was going, but I am so entertained by this. They're great. It's the Jericho MJF storyline again. It's better. This is better. Jericho MJF. They, they, they were both the, heels. The singing shit. Like, these, that shit was fun. These two playing babyface. And they're, they're playing babyface. They're playing babyface. Dude, the pop. They're playing babyface. No, the, the pop is good. MJF is pandering to the crowd. Yes. They're playing babyface. The best part about this feud is every week Roger Strong comes out and starts whining like a bitch. <laughs> and it's like the best part because MJF tries to put him in his place. Adam gets mad really quick. And then Roddy like this week goes and hugs the kingdom. I was yeah. like, oh my God. This... Neck brace. I still don't know how this ends. Like, this is... This is... This is the most entertaining storyline in pro wrestling right now. I'm going to talk about the bloodline. I do not like what happened at SummerSlam. The more I think about it, the more I hate it. All right, but that doesn't... Right now. What? One pay-per-view does right, not use I'm just saying, right now, right now, right now. Bloodline story has been fantastic. Yeah. This is a bad episode of television that just happened at SummerSlam. I'm intrigued. And I'm not. Not as much. But MJF and Adam Cole, I didn't like it when they first got together. And now I do like it, but it, everything is contingent on how this thing ends. If you notice, like, even during, like, their happy-go-lucky, like, in-ring promo stuff, they, of course, have the pose, they have the merch. But they do, like, little stuff. And the tease is, we're both bad guys. Yeah. Who's going to turn on who? So, like, when they give each other hugs, like, if you just look, they're always just like, look at MJS face. He's, like, looking around to make sure. And I think uh, someone said, if you watch back this week, Cole, like, pulls a dagger out of his back, like a fake dagger, (laughs) like, out of his back. Like, there's, like, little stuff. MJF, like, messes with his ring. Like he's gonna like hit Cole or Cole. They do it every time. Dude, every time like the teases. But they're both baby faces as a team. Double clothesline, for real. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> when they lost the tag title match against FTR, you would have thought right then and there something would have happened. No. How this ends will that's I can't give a letter grade to it until it ends. It's just weird that it ends in three weeks. Maybe. Could be. You know, like if they win the tag titles. Yeah. Like, and then- 
You still got to wrestle for the belt, but you have tag there, time. There's a lot they can do here. It's, it's a, can they coexist? It's a can they coexist, but they are exceeding coexisting. There's not, there's not the usual coexisting where you hit your partner and yeah. then I turn on you the next week. These two are just chummy. Yeah. And Roderick Strong's like, he's a bitch. I don't like him. <laughs> and MJ's like, get the fuck out of here. Like the way he treats Roderick Strong is like incredible. But I, I love it. And I think that match, I just don't know how it's going to turn out. Better turn out with MJF being an even bigger heel. Because you got to find, he's got to do, this is my problem with this. Because he's so over again. Yeah. He's got to do some really fast, like he has to kill Britt Baker. <laughs> Right? Like, he has to murder her. Like, he yeah, has to... gotta nerf somebody. No, I mean, like, he has to hang her or something like Undertaker hug Big Boss Man because the crowd is so into MJF that even if he does something, they're gonna go, eh. Yeah. Right? Adam Cole, like, if Adam Cole was the one to turn and be a surprise, who wants MJF as a babyface? Nobody. Exactly. But Adam Cole's a better heel. He is, but he's in the immediate future a better babyface. Like, you can get along... Like, yeah. roll along with Adam Cole as a babyface and then turn him later. MJF needs... It, it's cool that everyone likes him this much because that makes the heartbreak even better. But the heartbreak better be big. It, ha- it has to be significant. Yeah. Like, what if Adam Cole beats MJF at Wembley? It, it's very possible that could happen. Could. And then do they still... Are they still friends? Because if they win the and tag MJF titles just too? just got to be pissed. Ooh. For a while. It's good. But again, that's why I like the bloodline. And... I'm not going to say I like it because that's, that's very strong. But I'm, I'm open to giving it a chance because when you build all that, that goodwill, when you make people care and it was so close for it being Jay and Jimmy and it was like, yo, us against this. And then you put that swerve into it. You're just like, why? And then you don't know. That's the best part. And it, it turns what you thought was happening on its head, which is very good because wrestling is so straightforward a lot of the times. That's a good swerve. Now, everyone's watching on Friday because you don't know what it means. Why? We'll get to it. I hate so it. So we'll, we'll get to that one. Um, we have Fatal 4-Way for the Women's Championship match, which makes no fucking sense because there's no entry. There's, they're struggling with the women's division. Between, it's so clear. They put up the bracket. I was like, I know who's winning these matches. Everybody knows who's winning. Why even have them? Why? Just give, give them TV the 4 time to somebody else. I get it. People are hurt. That's tough, right? It's hard to work around injuries, but come on, guys. You don't even need to give me this half-ass tournament to tell me he's going to wrestle in this Fatal 4-Way. Like, is there any way Sheeta was going to lose and not get into the Fatal 4-Way to defend her title? No. Their women's division is, is struggling, but it's struggling more so because of injuries and they haven't worked hard enough to build, like, Athena should be very involved. Everyone has injuries right now. Every company. I mean, they're they're, they're brutalized. The women, the, it's it's tough because like Jay's on vacation. Uh, Statlander just came back. You had a time where Willow got hurt, Haters hurt, Storm got hurt. Storm is back. It's, yeah, Tony Storm is back. But it's like they're barely clearing them to wrestling matches, right? So it's like you have this cycle of just a few women that can wrestle. And, but in the, the problem is should have spent more time building up Nyla Rose. Should have yeah. spent more time building up Athena. Uh, like, should have said uh, Kiara Hogan. Like, find more women to work. Instead, now you're just like shoehorning this match and this this show, and everybody's like, so. Yep. And then mentioned FTR Young Bucks already. Aussie Open, um, MJF Adam Cole for the ROH that's title, gonna, that's and that's on the pre-show. Really good. I'm gonna do two matches. Another like interesting. Yeah. Thing. 
because then it's like, what does this mean for? It's it's a lot, man. It's Aussie Open. Like Aussie Open is good. Yeah, and then I don't know where Kenny Omega fits in this card. Maybe he doesn't, which would be crazy if he's not on this card. Right? Because Osprey... He can't. The more I thought about it, I was like, it's going to be really hard for him to come out of G1 and head right to Wembley to, to have a rematch. Yeah. I, I mean, don't there's know. no build. You don't need one. No, not for that. He could just show up just... and was like, I won G1. They could wrestle for the G1 briefcase if that was the case, right? Like, they could do something like that. There's the a lot of things they could do. The timing's really funky on this. I just don't know if they're... If they haven't pulled the trigger and announced it, I wonder why. Yeah. Uh, we have... Actually, I know why. New Japan never shares the results with AEW. <laughs> I, remember, I remember talking to the president of New Japan in a conversation. I did an interview with him and I was like, would you work with AEW? He's like, yeah, but they want to know the results. And that's not how Gato works. You work around us. Yeah. And then you can work with us, but we're not telling you what we're doing. And that's crazy. That's tough. It's like, <laughs> well, if I don't know what you're doing, how am I supposed to book anything? And then, mm. Figure it out. Yeah, we're New Japan. We don't tell anybody. We really protect our business. There you have it. So that's why. I'm sure that's why. Man, we had Lucha Bros getting TV time, but not getting any. Yeah. Big. The Hardys match this past week was rough. They're yeah, moving in slow It's time. And they wrestled the Bucks, and it was just like, it's time. It slow-mo. It's time. I mean, it's, it's legitimate. Every time I watch Matt and Jeff, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's like watching... 2005 Roy Jones. But it's crazy because like RVD can still go. That match was fun. Like him and him and Jack Perry. Jack Perry, I wonder if he's going to end up working in Chicago. He got to work somebody. He's definitely working somebody. I don't know if you run the hook match back or what. Oh, hook would get a good pop in Chicago. But bring it back and you can get mad legends. Like I wouldn't mind like a lumberjack match or something where you just have the ECW legends around there. That'd be fun. Mm -hmm. It's just, but like watching Matt and Jeff, I mean, obviously, the more I think about it, I was like, yo, y'all wrestled 23 years ago. Well, 20, I'm trying to think. WrestleMania 17 was 22 years ago. 22 years ago. Yeah. They killed themselves in a ladder match. Yeah, they're bound to slow down sooner or later, but boy, they look sluggish. They, they hit a wall. Yeah. So it's one of those where it's like, I don't know if you really continue putting yeah, all no. this effort into getting them on television. Yeah, you guys just... No, the the acclaimed still going strong though. I like everything. They they have good pieces. They do. It's just they're stacking a lot of the the top names in London. So I'm just interested to see if they let some of these quote unquote newer names, the Jack Perry's, yeah, um, the Jericho Appreciation Society breakup being teased. <laughs> Daniel Garcia dancing in Christmas face. <laughs> the dance. I'm out. Yeah, I was like, that's my move. No, <laughs> yo, yo. They if they don't figure this out with Daniel Garcia, because yes, that it, tag match has to be a blow off at yeah. in Chicago. It's fun to watch him, but he can wrestle. And now he's got the comedic act of it down. The sports entertainer. Yeah. Like, yo, you gotta you gotta do something with that man. He's he's that dance shit is stupid. How you dance a man and then wave him <laughs> off? <laughs> it's incredible. Man, does an angry dance, a happy dance. Yo, he danced on someone's back. <laughs> he dances when he gets chopped. Like he just, the man's nuts, man. What a what a fantastic thing that he found. Yo, who thought that would come back? Like in the nineties, like nineties WC, we all loved. That. Oh, the Wonder Kid. Yeah, Alex Wright. I, Alex Wright crushed it every time. Yeah, who thought someone could pull off that same gimmick again? It was like, nah, there's like and lightning in a bottle, right? Because when nope. Alex Wright came in, like he was the Wonder Kid, right? Mm-hmm. And he was serious. Yep. 
And then one day he started dancing and everybody was like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and it took off. I remember him and Disco Inferno. Fuck Disco Inferno. Had a dance off. <laughs> and it was incredible. But Alex Wright was, they tried to make him a serious wrestler and he just started dancing. I don't, the I'm small not, leather jacket. We got to find Eric trunks. Bischoff. We got to find Eric Bischoff for this one because I, I got Eric's number. The, the pivot, Eric I'm very curious. The Alex Wright pivot is one of my favorite pivots because he was dead in the water when he showed up. They packaged him. They did all this shit and he came out and everybody was like, fuck this kid. And he started dancing. It was like, I like that. I like that. <laughs> and then now it's cyclical. So it comes back yeah. around and the gimmick Still works. It works. Dancing. Still works. Uh, and I know Eric. I mean, if we had Eric on, I'd be like, hey, you see AEW? The gimmick's like, in there. Ah, oh, fuck it. WCW. Yo, I need I the OGs of pro wrestling to relax. <laughs> I love it. They're all curmudgeons. They're all mad. Booker oh. T's over here saying Big E stole sucker from him. What? Sucker? Listen, <laughs> it's like me saying that I, hey, man, DJ Jazzy Justin, the Fresh Prince stole fresh from me. Shut the fuck up. All right? Like, what is wrong with you? Just live. Just like, why you gotta be an old grumpy ass man? Let the new day live. They Ellie Mel's dissing Eminem. Old people are just losing their I knew their this shit was coming. <laughs> you knew it was coming. I knew it. This man, listen, you know, like they always say, respect your elders. Fuck that shit. He could defend himself. You see how buff Melly Mel is? Oh, he's huge. He's huge, but come on, dog. You fucking with Eminem for real? And dropped a diss track? The worst diss track in hip hop history. And it ended it with a hurrah. <laughs> I said, this motherfucker. I said, you can't be serious. Like, what does he expect this about to happen? What does he think? Lord Jamar is going to rally behind him? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I don't know. That, that's beef. One, you're too grown. You're a grown ass man. No, you're not even too grown. You're, you're almost like dead. 60. You're almost dead. He ain't you dead yet. Bruh. You're you got enough TRT in the system to last him 20 years. You have enough TRT system to block an artery and have a heart attack. <laughs> you need to relax. Like, you can rah, too many runs, you're going to pass out. <laughs> I need him to stop. Like, yo, because Eminem is old to a yeah, lot of people. Yeah. Melly Mel's grandpa, great-grandpa old, right? Why are you beefing with Eminem? What do you think good is going to come out of this? Why did you decide to pick up a mic? Right, and it was like, you know what? I'm going to diss him in the rap. <laughs> like, sit your ass down. <laughs> God damn it, Melly Mel. Oh, old people everywhere. Yo, Grandmaster right? Flashlight, I ain't got nothing to do with this shit. Don't come after me, <laughs> and please. Leave me alone. Leave me in the Treacherous Three alone. Like, we don't want no parts of this shit. <laughs> Deaf, fresh, peace. Like, yeah. leave that shit alone. <laughs> Yo, old people are losing their Like, do you think mark. you're going to win a battle with Eminem? I mean, it, if there's any time to try Eminem, this Not is a, probably it. Like, bruh. It's kind of like, you know what this is like? M this is like, uh, oh my God. Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. The kid who just got the contract talking shit to LeBron. Wait, that was talking shit to LeBron? Yes, come on, playoffs, Grizzlies. Oh my God, why am oh, I breaking? Jackson? No. Dylan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a shitty contract. Dylan Brooks. Yes, Dylan. It's, this is like Dylan Brooks talking shit to Larry Bird, right? <laughs> okay, well, at least the guy's old. And then being like, well, I know, but then being like, I work Larry Bird. Like, that's what Melly Mel's basically doing. He stole from the culture. He ain't, he ain't as good as you think he is. Like, if Dylan Brooks on the court with Larry Bird, he'd get cooked, yeah. right? Melly Mel's gonna, like, what do you think is about to happen when you're trading bars with Eminem? M can't even release a diss track because that'll just be ridiculous. He did. M did? Yes. I didn't hear the Eminem response. That's where, I mean, this is where the response came from because he's like, you're hooked on steroids. Like, no, I, I heard that, but that was like, I mean, in it, passing. It, it's just jabs. It's yeah, just jabs. You just jabbed him. And M's basically saying, like, dude, don't, I'm going to jab you. And then Millie Mel's like, I'm going to release a diss track. And it was like 77 seconds. 
You don't even have enough time to write a real song with a hook? I've heard Sexy Red songs longer than that. That's a fucking shame. <laughs> that is a damn shame in oh, 2023. So I wanted to bring this up now for our listeners because I've been thinking about this all day because of what we were discussing in the group chat. Oh, Lord. The group chat's been on fire. The like. group chat has been on fire. I was thinking, like, we do these three shows a week. Yeah. And there are some weeks where the UFC has a really shitty card. Yes. They right? And we go, do we have to talk about this? And we do. And I'm sure the listeners listen and be like, I wonder what they're talking about in the beginning. Fuck that fight card. Right? Yeah, 100%. So on slow weeks, maybe once or maybe twice a month, how would our listeners feel like if we dedicated a show to hip hop? It's 50, it's 50 years old. Yep. And we've talked about hip hop. We've had a lot of our listeners tune in. And obviously those that have known me before know where I came from. And hip hop's the foundation of everything. So we can always debate some hip hop shit for an hour. Like, Really shitty MMA and boxing weeks. I'm totally fine with doing a one hour hip hop show if the listeners want it. If y'all yeah. don't want it, just tweet us. Exus is that what you say now? Exus. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds we like couldn't pornography. This out. Yeah, uh, but, like we tried to do Black Twitter, then it came Black X, and then yeah, it's like leading people to some really naughty shit. Don't so do that shit, kids. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where we yeah, stand. Like, put a message in Instagram. I don't know, but if y'all want us to talk about, whether it be a debate, storytelling. Whatever, because I guess... People it, love the stories. Yeah, I mean, whatever it is. I, I feel like the general consensus was to, if we're going to do it, do it as its own show. Yeah. And so your idea is very small. Yeah, like one, one or two times a month, depending yeah. on how slow the schedule is. Instead of, like, we'll just blend a boxing MMA show together if it's a bunch of shitty cards that yeah. weekend. And then we'll just do about, something about rap. Boxing's about to give us one of those here Oh, it is. It is. Boxing's been on fire as of late, but yeah. UFC's been. It's oh, just, it's not been good. But they're about to heat up. But they are. But like, I was looking at the card again this weekend, oh. and then I was looking at the Bellator card that has 17 fights on it. Now Bellator like, just announced a Bellator 300 card. Yeah, no, But that's going to have 20 fights. But whatever <laughs> weeks that are slow, we'll just, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll hit y'all with a, with a hip-hop show. I think I like that. Well, we're going to go with it. And we have... Tons. I feel like we haven't talked like pure hip hop in like a good second. So yeah, um, we'll test it because we have a couple of mini episodes coming out while we're on vacation. We'll see how those do and get the reception off of those as well. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, let's talk about SummerSlam to finish off this show. How we always start this. This is going to be brutal. 
What is your overall grade C. for SummerSlam? C. It's it's a C show. It's that's actually generous. But it's it, like for you, it, not it, in general. Yeah, it you. might be. Dare I say, the worst premium live event this year? Because WWE's had pretty good shows this year. It's the worst in the past calendar year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 2023 like, trips took over last August. Yeah. It's his worst, like in the ten. It's a it's a C show because I thought Gunther and Drew was good. I thought Ricochet and Logan Paul didn't quite reach the highs that I thought, but it was still a good match. It was a good opener. The crowd was hot. The EO cash in, which we'll talk about the match itself, was good. Hmm. You know what? My rating might be going down. Down? Yeah. Because Rollins and just Bal- named three good matches. They were, they were, but the Shayna and Ronda takes you down a letter grade automatically. That's not the case. Like that's a, <laughs> that was a bad thing. Ronda dropped somebody a whole letter grade. <laughs> and, and the women's triple threat wasn't, Charlotte was, for, for some reason, she was really bad in this match. Oh, I didn't mind that match. I liked that match. I thought it was way too long. I thought there was a certain point in that match, like, it's fucking still going. And, you know, the finish was cool, whatever, but we'll get to that. Um, I'm trying to think what else was on this card. The Battle Royal was whatever. Uh, Cody. Oh, okay. Yes, to see. Cody Brock. Cody Brock was good. Yeah. Cody Brock was good. Cody Brock and Drew uh, Gunther were the best two matches. Cody Brock matching. Yeah. But the main event, boy. All right. We can Mm. go through the card. Because the biggest problem with this card is. Wait, wait, what's your grade? I'm I'm C. I'm teetering towards a C minus, depending on how I start talking about this. No C. I thought okay. it was a C. I thought you were going to give it away less because I thought it was a C card. Nah, <laughs> with Cody and Brock, and you can't. And I was trying to be nice and like give it a C plus or a B minus, but then I started going through it, and I was like, no, it's an even middle of the road show. Oh, it also loses a little grade because you started off the fucking show with Kid Rock. What the fuck are we doing? It's in Detroit. I don't. You could got Eminem. You could have got busy. I mean, you want M to be in combat yes. every other week? Listen, nobody asked for Kid Rock. Nobody. Nobody. See, man, they bring Limbiscuit out sometimes. The like, Kid Rock is like a racist redneck. I fucking fuck him. What do you think this company is? Like, hey, what? I'm just saying there's a lot of minorities saying. in the card. I don't sure. want I don't need Kid Rock opening anything. They parade Hulk Hogan out three times a year. They do. And Dana White took a picture with Candace Owens last week. What the fuck am I doing with my <laughs> life? These are the sports, man. Combat sports is a weird fucking play. All right. Opener. Logan Paul, Ricochet. Good match. 18 minutes. Long match. Very. Didn't feel as long as 18. No. But 18 minutes. The spots they did hit were cool. It feels like they didn't go over the top ricochet, (laughs) wild ass. But that might be more on me and my expectations than what could be. Because it's not like Logan... Has been doing this for very long. He right. has very good spots yeah. for how long he's been wrestling. But in my mind, I don't know why I was expecting Ricochet Will Ospreay. Like, no. this, this isn't that. No, no. So they hit decently good spots for where they were. And the entrance was cool by Logan. Like, it was all right. And Ricochet lost because Ricochet is going to lose. Well, I hated the finish, right? There's no explanation. Dude just comes out with some brass knuckles. Logan hits him and was like, all right, I'm out. The more I think about it, I thought that was the fake Logan Paul. Is that not who that guy was? Oh, 
El Phantasmo is a fake Logan Paul. He wrestles in New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's the one that is. got choked out by Nate Diaz. Man, I don't in the care. streets of New but Orleans. But they didn't explain nothing. It just happened and it was like <laughs> no, over. Guy came out of the crowd, wrestling. But the more I think about it, the more I I, I think the reason they didn't go like balls to the wall is because Logan was like, I can't get hurt. I got to go to my brother's fight. Well, I can't get hurt. I'm announcing a fight on Monday. Yeah, that too. Where I have to box in a clown show versus Dylan Dennis, maybe. Oh, well, that's all. Real quick, time out. Dylan <laughs> Dennis, horrific fighter. Dress sucks. Yes. Jiu-jitsu, cool, whatever. Fighting sucks. You can knock him. No hand. It's worse than watching Ben Askren. Yeah. It's going to be the quickest fight ever. Dylan Dennis on social media is 2015 Conor McGregor. Yeah. So troll game is so good. Yeah. He has been finding pictures of Logan's fiance in her past, just like hugging different celebrities. And every day he posts her and Leo Leonardo DiCaprio on a date, her cozying up. Uh, oh, today was wild. Her taking a picture with LeBron. She was on a yacht with another superstar, like just all hugging and kissing and shit. He's dropped one a day. Yeah. Just trolling Logan. I was like, oh, Logan's going to sleep him anyway. This build, this troll game is good. And he started already. The fight's October 5th, 14th. He got so much ammo just in the tuck. Hey, have fun. I just, you know, the man pulls out more than soft porn. Like this dude is, this dude, all he does That's- is pull out. So I, I don't expect him to show up. I've heard that Rockman's already been named as a replacement. Yep. $100,000 fine if he doesn't show. He don't care about that. Don't I don't even it. know who's Connor funding this man all the time. Like, is yeah. Connor funding his life? No, yeah, you know. But Connor. anyway, partner that, that's the reason, I think, between that and him getting on the flight, it was just like, I'm sure Ricochet, like, pitched the spot and Logan was like, mm, I might blow out my knees on that one. Let's not do that. Even if he tried to, his team was like, mm, yeah, mm. no, no. No, nah, don't don't say yes to everything. So but I will say, not the fact, a prime in the world. This man wrestles the match, celebrates, heads straight to a private jet in his wrestling gear, lands in Dallas a few hours later, just in time to walk his brothers to the ring. Yep, in that, the wrestling gear. In the like that is, that's a moment. Like, say what you want about the Paul brothers, but nobody's doing that. No, you can't. <laughs> I don't even know how the time zones match up. I mean, these are two kids from Ohio who <coughs> were making Vine videos, and now one is opening SummerSlam while the other is headlining his own event that sold out. That's crazy. Box. Hate them if you want, but they visualized it, and it's all, it, it, it's all come to fruition. They're killing it. Yeah, it works. And then Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar, second match tonight. It would have been first if Logan didn't have to hop on that damn plane, because, okay. you know, I Brock don't get paid by the hour. I wonder if Brock was like, hey, <laughs> No. <laughs> Hunter was like, look, man, he's got to get on the phone. Fuck it. I'll, I'll throw him over to Dallas from here. <laughs> you know, Brock, don't, he don't want to waste uh, no time with Brock nothing. Brock was in, on stage at a country music concert last night, singing right. his heart out, having the time of his life in Minneapolis. But dude, Brock and Cody. See, all right. One, I'm going to keep repeating this. Those that all that said Cody should have won at WrestleMania, this is why he didn't win. This motherfucker's over. I wouldn't mind this being the title feud still if he did win, but he doesn't have to win. It's still just as good. Bro, he is so over. And I just watched the American Nightmare documentary on Peacock. So good. Watch this really, the day. Really good, right? And it makes you realize, and hopefully the, those are, he shouldn't have won at WrestleMania. There's story, more story to tell. Because yeah, he could have been the champ, but nobody likes a babyface champ for very long. No. Easy to turn on. 
had to go through hard times. Yeah, and I mean, I didn't necessarily like the Lesnar feud at first, but this match was the perfect ending. Yep. And the Cody cut her off of the top rope. They teased it like it was kind of going to be like the Cena match at first. Yeah. Where it was like, yo, is he just going to suplex him to hell and like he's going to get no offense? But then right. kind of turned on his head. It was, it was good. Cody got good offense. Brock sold his ass off. He did. Because Brock is like, I ain't coming back. No. He's the Magic Johnson. Nah, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> Whatever the fuck happens for the rest of the year, I'm singing Man, country. The submissions were good. It was it was good all the way through. It wasn't the the cheap roll up win like the first one Cody got. Yeah, man, he killed him with those crossroads. Yeah, so it was like no, don't. And then Brock and Trip saying it wasn't planned. Yeah, the handshake thing. Man, that the was handshake, crazy. and then showing him respect and everything. And the crowd goes nuts. It's like, yeah, he earned the respect. Like it's like Blackpool Combat Club. It's like, all right, you know what? Fuck it, we're trying to kill each other, but we lasted through it. You earned our respect. And also, who the fuck's gonna tell Brock? Don't do that. No, yeah. <laughs> Brock's going to come back to Gorilla and like, who's going to look at him and say, you shouldn't have did that. Yep. Brock's going to be like, fuck you. Fuck you. I'll F5 all y'all right yeah. now. Vince ain't there. Nah. Vince, he's somewhere recovering from surgery. Sure he Allegedly. is. Allegedly. <laughs> like, I need to avoid these charges. Yeah. Give me a bacchiotomy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so, no, that was a match of night. Match of night, probably moment of night. Um, right there. And yeah, Cody's still super over. Came out on Monday. Teased the Rollins feud. <laughs> Nakamura turns on Seth and I'm like against like I love it I like it but we've done nothing with Nakamura for like the past month or two they let him beat Bronson Reed Bronson was on a heater I mean come on man they like, one night one they, match they, what happens we'll get to that and with Seth Rollins winning and they were just like ah, we need for him to wrestle somebody anybody but I, you know we just turned Nakamura babyface again it feels like and now yeah. we're turning him heel again. This is starting to come the big show of Japan. Listen, man, just wants to collect a check, go surfing, do some work every now. Yeah, okay. The man do what he does. Does, does that mean we get the old heel theme Nakamura again? I hope not. Remember, they changed the music when he turned yeah, no, heel. No, no, no. Vince ain't like around, around like that. So no, no he's in the back. He out of me. He ain't calling. Yeah, him. leave the lyrics. And then LA Knight wins the Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royal. They just had to put this in here, right? Like, there's no stakes. The Battle Royal was good for Battle Royal purposes. It finished how it should with him and Sheamus. And that was the feud going into this. And the crowd pops like he won the Rumble. I know, which is crazy because he's like, all right. Shit, he'll get nothing for this. No, he don't even get a lifetime. Supply of Slim Jims. No, he didn't even snap into a Slim Jim. I don't even know who would want a lifetime supply of Slim Jims. Slim Jims are not great. Slim Jim? Eight years? They're not. They're not. Nine years? No? Overrated? Yeah. I mean, I'm grown. I just eat beef jerky now. Do any of our listeners buy Slim Jims? If you do, I need to know. No, that's why they bought the sponsorship. So they could remind people that they're I didn't know Slim Jim had money to still advertise for some shit that nobody buys. No, you got to advertise so some people remember you're around so you can no, buy it. I did not. Like Yoohoo. Like, it's so crazy. Last time you saw a Yoohoo. Marketing execs in high corporations think very strange things, right? They think, hey, man, let's sponsor a wrestling match so we can sell more product. I don't know anybody who was at home watching this match was like, motherfucker, I need a Slim Jim. Like, did anybody watch a Slim Jim match? So I was like, I need a Slim Jim now. Only people who like Slim Jim was like, you know what? I've had a Slim Jim God Jim. knows how. Ain't nobody getting excited. Like, no, that shit I, hits me all the time, like on, on shit I actually like. Like, I'll just be at home. Uh, Arby's caught me not too long ago. 
Yes. <laughs> like, you know, you my AJ, AJ Gray. Gray. Yo, I was like, yo, I haven't had Arby's in a second. So I had to go cop some Arby's. And they brought back like the double beef and cheddar. It used to be the big Montana, the OGs at Arby's. Brought that back. <laughs> big Montana. Yo, I, was, I was in heaven. We just yeah. had that the other day. That was fire. So like occasionally something will just pop up. Like uh, my wife, she gets caught all the time. This is the only thing I catch is Taco Bell commercials. Man, Taco Bell commercials. She hasn't had Taco Bell in like two years. She had Taco Bell like twice two weeks ago off of just a commercial. But see, that's different, right? Like Taco Bell, you see Taco Bell, right? You drive by Taco Bells all the time. Sure. They have routine commercials for Taco Bell where you can go in the middle of the night. It was like, fuck, I'm hungry. Yeah. I want a bean burrito or whatever the fuck it's you exactly want. Exactly. A cheesy like. gordita crunch. It still slaps. I don't know anybody that wakes up and goes, man, I need a fucking Slim Jim. And we get inspired by a wrestling match to go eat Slim Jims. If it ain't Randy Savage, I don't want it. <laughs> Got to bring back Randy. Yeah. Listen, that's what worked for them the first time. They're just trying to lighten in a bottle twice. Yeah, well. LA Knight wins. Good for him. And he gets the pop. He's super over. Yeah. Comes out on Monday. Still super over. The promos with him and the Miz were really good. Yes. I, at first, I was like, Fuck, they're kind of neutering him because LA Knight's a baby face. <laughs> Miz has become that guy. Yeah, like it's weird though, because they let Miz really rip into him. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Like, this can't be good. And then LA Knight, even though he's a baby face, flipped around perfect and it was great. Yeah. I was I was really concerned that was gonna go a different way. He tried to Cena him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no. And then LA Knight's like, I'm not having this shit. I'm a grown ass man. I'm man. 40. This man comes in here. Let me talk to you. The whole crowd. LA Knight. Yeah. And yeah. he hits him with a yeah too. <laughs> it, the, fast, the most fascinating thing about it is while I've always liked uh, LA Knight, I never liked the name change. But they it changed so it. Much. It works. But trying to figure out the pinpoint the exact time when people were like, fuck, I like this guy. Right? Because a lot of people didn't know where he came from. Yeah. Came Eli Drake. With, yeah. I mean, you saw Eli Drake in NWA. If you saw him there or it, it, in, wherever okay. you saw him, you were just like, oh, he's pretty good. And he ends up getting signed. He joins NXT and he's like, LA Knight. And you're like, what? Like, all right, fine. Whatever. He has weird Chinese characters on the back of the gear. I didn't, yeah, people didn't understand. He had the heel thing. He worked Cameron Grimes. And he was like, he was hanging around and people were like, ah, okay. Then one day, it just all worked. And now, everybody's in on yeah, like he's super over to the point where like Kevin Nash is like, oh, he's, he's in a Slim Jim commercial, by the way. I still ain't by him and Bianca. <laughs> yeah, WWE ads are fucking weird. They're yeah. all weird. Like the Snickers commercials, I'm like, why are they? And they only air during wrestling programs. They're like whatever. But the moment that Elliot Knight has become this thing, it's become so big and undeniable that they're gonna end up in a having a situation come Royal Rumble. Because you got to have Co- either Cody wins the Royal Rumble Elimination Chamber. He's yes. got to wrestle for the title. What do you do with LA Knight? He's so over. You damn near got to put the IC title. Not US title's not big enough. I mean, nah, it could be if he has it. Good. You, like, can't, you can't take it off of Gunther. You can't beat Gunther for it. I mean, you're in a, dude. you can find a way for him to beat Gunther in a triple threat or something where he doesn't pin him yeah, and but, be fine. The, the, the issue Gunther is, damn near got to win the Rumble this, by the way this is a good problem this yeah. isn't a bad problem but if you're looking at Wrestlemania next year and you already said alright we're going to run Cody and Roman back that's one now we got this new title and we're trying to figure out what to do with it now for me I've always said oh this should be Gunther if yeah. Rollins does the title it should be Gunther it's, it's, it's his time but then the problem is well is Ellie Knight in the catbird seat like Cena was 
when he started heating up and he worked a big show for the U.S. title and then he worked the following year he was in WrestleMania. The only problem is LA Knight's 40, not saying that the age is an issue, but he could get hurt or something could happen. And you really don't want to wait that long to pull a trigger on a guy like this because he doesn't get much hotter than he is right now. The only thing that can happen is he gets colder. Yeah. How long do you want to wait? And that's, again, it's a good problem to have, but fuck, he's over. Like he's, him and Cody are over, over. There's one other person who could, like right now where we sit, that it's like super fucking. Dominic Mysterio could. No, no, he can't. Come on. With the judgment day, if, if you go through the judgment day and Priest has the briefcase and Priest theoretically has to become champion at some point and there's dissension in the judgment day and I'm assuming by then they kick Finn out. The only thing to continue that with Priest is Dominic winning the Rumble and the booze. You think he has nuclear heat now? It'd be different. It's too much. No, like, it's not. Dude, putting him in a main title picture right now? Oh, on some sleazy shit? Nah. He be, could win the Rumble. Nah. Mm-mm. He could 100%. No. You'd hate it, right? I, I'd hate it, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be good heat, right? <sighs> this would be go home because. Is he going to be any. Hotter than he is now? Is he going to be, is he going to have any more heat, Dom Dom, than he has right now? It's the exact case you made for LA Knight, but in reverse. Are you going to be more hated than you are right now? Uh, but I think. got to strike while it's hot. Yeah, but not winning the Royal Rumble. Like, putting him in the, like, where he's at right now is perfect for him. Because the style of matches he's, he works, he can't work a main title match right now. Because he can't win it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's too much. And you still got to end this stuff with your dad at some point. Like, he just wore Dragon Lee. I can't... Royal Rumble's too much. Him winning, like, the IC title or the US title in some freaky way, I could see that. Okay. Not the main titles. You got to keep him away from that just shit. Just saying. But I agree. They get a mid-card title first or something, but it's just a possibility. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor. I like the match. That was um, fine. The end was a little choppy with Priest. It's just continuing to be the, are you catching it or are you not? Like, yeah. you're always costing it. And then with Finn, it's just like, this probably his last go at a title. Like, when are you going to get another main title feud? So I thought, like, this would be the time he had to give it up after SummerSlam. Everything just kind of made sense. Yeah. And then uh, it didn't happen. So I'm like, oh, well, now Finn is just 
going to help JD McDonough become somebody and that put feels people like over. That, like, the minute I saw him, I still hate the dude. Is it any worse than, uh, it's what, I don't, JD was the initials. I don't fucking remember his real name. <laughs> Jordan Devlin is his Jordan Devlin is his God given. No, yeah. it's not like, okay, I understand. WWE changes names and sometimes they're really shitty, right? Really generic. But it's not like everyone's God-given name is like the greatest name on earth, right? Know, like I, Jordan I, Devlin isn't special I know, but I as just, a name. I know him as Jordan Devlin. And like Gunther explained the Walter change. Like there was an interview. I think it was, it was Van Valet. The, the, yeah. And he was just like, well, that's my real name. And they're not going to let me keep my real name and wrestle. So I get it. But J.D. McDonough, whatever. Either way, him, Balor mentoring him and turning him into a killer would be fantastic. Yep. Like that's, they need to go with that like tomorrow. Cause I almost forgot he was on the roster until he showed up and I was like, oh yeah. That guy, because he can fucking go too. Yep. Now, now, I don't know how this works because the Judgment Day are heels. Yeah, it's like a heel on heel match. Yeah, I don't know how this works, but figure it out. Because yeah. Madonna and, and Balor just don't have him like on some brawling brutes, like Irish no. goofy shit. But that could work. I thought, that, again, I thought the match, this match was fine. It wasn't it wasn't as good as their SummerSlam match seven years ago. Yes. In a blink. That is crazy. It wasn't as good as that match. But it was it was fine. The finish was a little choppy with the briefcase. Will I, won't I? I don't know. Um, kind of figured that Rollins would win because I, I just don't think it's time to take the title off him. And we're planting the seeds for the Judgment Day breakup. But it, for SummerSlam, I thought this match was, eh, it was fine. It just... I needed a sla- another banger for SummerSlam. I'll see what it leads to a payback. They're on the poster payback. So All obviously right. they're going to have um, a major part in that storyline there. And then Bianca, Asuka, Charlotte. Dude, Charlotte was not good in this match. <laughs> like I'm, I, I watched this match while at the fight, right? On my phone. And I was like, this isn't good. And I kept looking. It was like, it's really long. I said, like, let me watch it again. I went home and watched it again. I was like, yo, Charlotte was really bad in this match. Second longest match in the match. It was too long. She's a little rusty. It, not only that, it feels like she's been shoehorned into this feud because there's really no purpose for her to be in this feud. It was really Bianca and Asuka. Then Charlotte just shows up on some privilege shit and was like, give me a title shot. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Then you have the match and you can tell that people were just like, nobody wanted this match. Not in this iteration. Bianca and Asuka, they would have went for it. Bianca, Asuka, and Io, they would have won for. Yeah. Charlotte being in this match was like, mm. and then, you know, Bianca and Montez Ford, we got to give them credit because whenever they run an injury spot, they get everybody. She forgot what Nia was at one point, but it was Yeah, good. she was like, oh, fuck, which Nia is it? And she went for it, but people were like, she's hurt. And then she had a crazy splash. In. She had a four, that was the spot of the night. 450 splash on, on uh, Charlotte doing the figure eight. Asuka gets up. And she rolls her up while in the figure eight. Thought it was a great finish for an extraordinarily long match. Then EO cashes in. This was the highlight. Yep. Because Bailey comes in and just smashes everybody. <laughs> and I was like, that's really good. Because we've been thinking the breakup is here. Uh, not yet. Not yet. And finally, Damage Control does something right. They just came back last year. Didn't win shit for no. a whole year. Just didn't win nothing. And then Bailey was like, no, nah, I'm not breaking up with her. I'm helping her. Beat the shit out of everybody. Yo gets the title. I like it. Me too. It, it, it worked. I thought, yeah, it was a little long, but whenever you run an injury spot and someone has to damn near get like dragged to the back and everything, that added a good three minutes to me. Yeah, but God damn. So it's one of those things where it's like, all right, it could have been shaved down a little bit. 
but I like that. I mistakenly skipped over Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. No, you didn't, because that match fucking sucked. Yeah. Um, Shayna's eye, though, was badass. Like, her eye was really sure fucked up on that, that, that knee spot. Yeah. Ronda caught her clean. Dude. That's when you get to the back and be like, yo, we've been best friends for a long time, Bruh. but we might got to throw hands for real. We got we to talk about it. I owe you a receipt. Because the MMA rules didn't help this match at all. No. This match was slow. It sucked. Um, it's always hard to pull off MMA. I tell you, you can't fake like you MMA. Said. You yeah. can't do it. It just doesn't work. And they went, I'll give them credit. They went in on it to try to make it look real sure. like a fight. But once you start off with Ronda squaring up and throwing the little punches, yeah, it's like stop. she throws little punches like Elaine throws little kicks. Yeah. And Seinfeld, like it's just not believe. And it sounds like whenever she throws a punch in my head, I hear beep, 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 beep. That's how I feel. Beep, beep, beep. Head movement. Just, it wasn't, this match sucked, bro. Like I was like, one, now it's very clear Ronda's done. Yeah. Right? Like she made it very clear in this match that she's done. She got choked out. Yeah. She went out on her shield, credit her to put Shane over. This match sucked. Back to the UFC. <laughs> no. Um, but this match, I feel bad for Shayna because yes, Shayna came out looking great on Monday. It's good that she comes out a little bit bigger, right? I don't know where you fit her in because she's not really a baby face or a heel because it kept flip-flopping during yeah. the build of this match. She was a baby face on Monday, which was kind of weird. Yeah. She was helping Becky. Which is like, what are we Becky's doing? Becky's dirty business. It wasn't good. But she's a badass heel. I didn't get Right. And if you if you work heel. Shayna right, because I feel like Shayna's been handled wrong the entire time since yeah. she came into the main roster. Like, she should have been feuding with Bianca because there's a story still to tell there. She could feud with Rhea because Rhea has nobody to wrestle, which no. is crazy. But Rhea's a heel. But it's still I know. one of those it's, just like Merker. It's just everything... She comes out having a match with her best friend, going over, feeling good in a vacuum. It's great. But on the outside, we're just like, fuck that match. Oh, and Rhea's feuding with a flexi back. Well, Raquel Rodriguez, but she's also feuding with Valkyrie on NXT. Yeah. But But NXT is different. It's very weird because Rhea's like so over and they don't have anybody for her to work. Doesn't even matter. She didn't have to wrestle. No one would care. Yeah. She's just well, that no, over. We want her to wrestle. That's no, the yeah, point. She's just that over. But someone did uh, on Twitter, they posted the NXT. I don't know how I missed this, but I guess it was during a pandemic. And it was Rhea. It was her last match in NXT um, versus Raquel. Yeah. They had a, I guess, false count. It wasn't great. Like, yes. no, the match actually slapped. It was crazy. It was, it was okay. It was, was I don't right. remember it being great. I, Probably Raquel's best match. Then again, I'm not a fan of Raquel Rory. No, no, I mean, they got to give her something different. That's a whole different can of worms. In the main event, Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, with Paul Heyman, Jey Uso, tribal combat. No one was uh, supposed to interfere. Come on. For the ability to be the tribal chief of the family. Listen, we got to fit this into 10 minutes. What's the time limit? How, how long does this match go? 36 minutes. Okay. It could have went 18. It went 36 minutes. Let me point out something else. They began the walkout during the first round of Hardy Serrano. Roman started his walkout. He didn't complete his walkout till midway through round five. To be fair, women's boxing is only two minute rounds. But yes, it's still the, that, the walkout was absurdly, ridiculous. <laughs> but to tack that onto a 36 minute match yeah. is absurd. Eight minute walkout. Like, I don't want to say I hated this match, but what I saw was oh, we've fallen into a routine. Every Roman match is the same now. Which when he fought Jay before, it wasn't. Like, no. you can just let them go. There was no interference, allegedly, in this match set. And we got all the same interference got, spots. But this was, this was the Cody match. 
This was like every match that Roman has had for the past year was this match. You would think because Logan, he cheated to beat. Yes. Every, everybody, Brock, everybody, every match he's had. Now, while I get it in a sense that, yeah, you know, you get help from the bloodline and they, you know, they help you win. I get that. But only 36 minutes of the same fucking pacing. Every match is the same. They start out extraordinarily slow. Yeah. And then they start to pick up. And then the interference happens. And there's a spear spot that they kick out of. Then there's a near fall. We go through the same tropes every time. To the point where I'm watching this match, I'm like, yo, this, this is ridiculous. I've seen this. I've seen this. And you would think because it's Jay and it's tribal combat, like you put all these bells and whistles on it that we'd finally get a different match. Yeah. I got the same fucking match. Ain't shit make it tribal combat. No, not at all. Nothing. Like not except you put a table in the corner, you, you barricade spot. But we've seen these in normal matches. No holds barred, man. Yo, <laughs> Just- I'm t- like, I, this match... And then the Jimmy turn made me go. It was like the Dexter season finale. I hated <laughs> everything about it because I was like, yo, why are they doing all this? It's made the story more convoluted. It's very convoluted, but I'm intrigued. But I'm not as intrigued because they're going to try to explain this shit. But there's nothing that makes sense. With Jay sided with Jimmy, y'all had a match. You beat Roman. You beat Roman. Yeah. And then you turn on him less than three weeks later. Your brother. The only the only reasonable explanation is not even a TV explanation. It's the explanation that Jimmy and Jay just want to work each other. No, that's 100% the reason. But this, in the confines it's of this... way too early for that. Exactly. It feels like what just happened with Ronda and Shayna, where it was just like, ta-da, I'm going to turn on you for no reason. Yeah. And then you got this match, and I was like... If you do this at Rumble, completely different. What? Like this this turn from Jimmy to Jay, because well, yeah, you, give you us go some into time to mania... But you got to give it time to breathe. Yeah. Like, you just put Jimmy in the hospital. Yeah. Why are you turning on your twin brother? You ain't turned on your twin brother, brother in like 15 years. Yeah, it's very weird time. Like, it, like it, Do you want to be tribal chief? Like, is it because he was going to be tribal chief? And that chief? don't even make sense because you still turned on him. Now, if... It, wasn't, it doesn't have to be to save Roman. It could be completely selfish and saying, I want to be tribal chief. Well, then let him win and then kick his ass. Like let Jay win and then beat him. Like I just don't understand why these matches have to be so long. Why they have to have the same formula? And allegedly Roman got hurt, so we're not going to see Roman wrestle. Wrestle. We don't see Roman wrestle anyway. So it's not like he's that probably not. He's not wrestling at Payback. He's probably not wrestling until they go overseas again or Survivor Series. Survivor Series probably if he's healthy. So now we're going to have a Jimmy and Jay feud with Roman like popping up every now and occasionally if he wants to show. And Maybe whatever they'll put solo in it. Solo will be like a, an enforcer in like one of those matches or some shit. But I feel like now the feud is reaching that <coughs> we're getting to the end and we're running out of gas. Well, they do this occasionally and then someone will pop in or something will perk up and the shit catches fire again. I mean, they're going to have to because the, the, you have to get to Royal Rumble so you can start resetting the Cody storyline again. Yeah. But cinema. This part. Yo, <laughs> yeah, I know y'all gotta stop using the word cinema. <laughs> like, yo, I enjoy a That's good what wrestling match. Was a movie? Yeah. Not like, yo, this weekend's gonna be a movie. I enjoy a good wrestling match, but it ain't fucking cinema. Y'all gotta relax <laughs> with that word. I, I, you know, I think it's great. Like, the acting is great for wrestling. I love what that pops you. It's not And Justin Ivy, shout out to Justin. But yeah, this this match was just. I was like, this is this is what we get at SummerSlam. It's a tough way to end SummerSlam because it. That's what made this a C pay per view. It's because it was the first premium live event that really ended on a down note. Right. And it was just like, why? <laughs> That's what everybody said. What? Why? Uh, yeah. Like, and I liked the turn, but it was too long. 
And it was just like, why? And I'm going to tune in Friday because I'm intrigued. We all are going to tune in. I could have done that shit in 18 minutes. So like, it's why? And the rule set you established was very whack. Yeah. Because you didn't even stick to the fucking rule set. Why? It just, I don't understand. And even if the swerve was the only interference, maybe, maybe I'll extend belief. You had Solo come out and interfered 15 minutes before then. Right, he was everywhere. Match should have been over. Solo interferes. You are not the tribal chief. This is not how com- tribal combat goes. By default, Jay is tribal chief. I, dog, I don't know. It's what, in the rule set. I don't know what it went into the booking of this match, but this was this was Triple H's real fuck up for this bloodline field. I, I felt like this was a huge mistake. Vince is getting surgery and he's like, you had one fucking job. No, actually, he's Vince like, probably yeah. liked this shit. No, Vince probably ate. Vince is like, listen, I came back. I told you, I'm only booking the top of this fucking car. I'm booking like two things. I'm booking Cody and I'm booking Roman. You can have all this other dumb shit. Don't mess up my two things. It's like, I go have surgery. I come back two weeks later. What'd you do to the bloodline? Nah. Oh, Trips is going to hear it. No, Vince. Hear it. Dude, I would say that Vince likes this more than hates it. Nah, Vince, would, would, Vince loves a good nonsensical heel turn. Like Vince loves this goofy shit. You would think. This is the last thing the old man had. This is his last hurrah. This is his last stand. That's what you think. He ain't living 20 more years. You sure? Him and Trump. As soon as I said it, I'm not. Him and Trump kicking it on some yacht with Dana White cooking him like fucking steaks. This motherfucker's booking WWE programming through a hologram. Yeah, it's going to be real yeah. bad. They're watching Elon Musk and fucking Zuckerberg. Oh, they're going to book fight. that shit. <laughs> you think? If, they, if you let them, if you, if you let Vince McMahon get his hands on that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's what Dana he, wants. He would do it at a Roman Coliseum with the pillars and shit. Yeah, yeah. Dana wants it in the Coliseum. It's Jeez. fucking rich people have way too much money. Rich, it's, stupid people. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, no, I, I agree to see. We'll see how it all plays out. Next week, we won't have our traditional wrestling show. Um, we're actually just kind of tidy up MMA and boxing for the regular show on Tuesday. But then we'll kick in our two-week vacation break. Before we come back for All Out, we have, um, wait, when we come back, we have All Out, All In, WWE still, still gearing up, but there's an NXT show on like September 2nd when we come back. Then boxing has Alexander Usyk. When we come back and MMA, we'd be recapping Boston and talking about going into Australia. So all of that when we come back. So it's a good time. It's kind of take like a two week break of the show, but we'll have episodes throughout the entire thing. We are recording a couple evergreen episodes. So that is really dope. And we are on veterans minimum in Nick days. And we did like a cool evergreen show there. So I'll hit them up. Maybe we'll share it on our platform. So you, or you guys can listen to it on his as well. So we'll have a couple of shows during these two weeks and they're going to be really fun. If I say so myself, a little different format, it's going to be really dope. So we appreciate you all as always for listening. Shout out to everyone here at Blue Wire Studios for helping us out today and for getting us two weeks in advance worth of content and sticking around and doing that with us as well. We appreciate them, everyone in the booth. Follow us on social media, wherever you guys uh, listen to podcasts as well. This is fun. You guys know the normal spiel, but it's a long show. So we'll get out of here quick. For myself, Low Man Andreas Hill. Until next time, we're out. Peace.